Welcome everybody to episode number 10. This one is going to be pretty lit. We have a special guest on today. Uh, my boy, my friend, the homie since uh, back in the day, since I was like 10, Derek Al. Um, I got to give a shout out. I'm uh, in Ryan, my girlfriend's uh, dad's music studio. Uh, it's pretty lit. He has, he's in his own band called The Rockland. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and Apple Music. Just, uh, uh, I, I think I said Apple, Spotify, but I meant Spotify and Apple Music. And you can also find our podcast on Spotify. A little plug there, too. You like that, Noah? Uh, yeah, but uh, next time you bring a little swan, like, we better get, be getting a check in the mail after that one. That was a long yeah. shout-out, Patrick. Uh, it's okay. I got to explain it, you know, but that's fine. We'll figure it out. Hopefully that sounds good. Anyways, Derek's with us. He's joining us on the call. Go ahead, Derek. What is happening? Uh, Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Um, It's an honor to be your first inaugural guest on the NPP podcast. Um, I got to say, when Patrick told me he started a podcast, I'm like, what? You started a podcast? Um, So, yeah, but I'm excited to see... His improvement as well as Noah's, uh, I've been, I've listened to three episodes because I listened to him late at night and uh, I don't want to give Patrick, <laughs> I don't want to give Patrick's uh, Snapchat away, but uh, I messaged this guy on Snapchat and uh, yeah, you know, I give a lot of harsh criticism. So he didn't know who Wayne Gretzky was, so that m- made me upset. He didn't know a lot of the players in the NFL draft, so that made me upset. So I still got to catch up. We've got a lot of ways to go. Uh, I think I'm like six episodes behind, but it's an honor to be here um and uh yeah Patrick should I share how we met in the first place go for it so I remember this kid P. Abs uh we met (laughs) I remember we met I met him at the uh, first team Monterey County which is a non-profit uh junior golf organization um that's a free plug uh we have our local (laughs) we have a local yeah we have a local chapter um in Salinas which is our hometown and uh I remember this Patrick you, you were like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar glasses, you know, he's, he's a year older than me, and then, <laughs> and then uh, he, he was wearing, like, tiger red, and then uh, never forget Matthew Chacon, so Matthew, if you're listening to this down in Southern California, wherever you are, hello, we're doing well, um, so it was like a clinic, or I, I think it was a clinic or a class, and then he's like, okay, meet the partner next to you, and guess who's my partner, young man, Mr. Abadilla. And we've been friends ever since, you know, so uh, it's been an honor and, uh, you know, to see his floundering uh, podcasts with Noah grow and uh, hopefully they get bought out by, or hopefully Spotify, you know, pay some, pay some money because they, yeah. they did for Joe Rogan. So I think, yeah, come on, show, show some love to the brothers here. The plan is to not post our podcast on Apple Music and hope Apple Music gives us a, or Apple Podcast gives us a deal some point in the future. Yeah. We have one listener who always listens to uh, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and we're trying to figure out who it is. So uh, if you're that listener, please uh, let us know, because you're that 1% uh, that, who listens on there. So it's very really interesting. And it doesn't make sense because we don't post it on Apple Podcasts, so I don't know how they listen to it on Apple Podcasts. So uh, show us how you're doing that, because <laughs> I'm yeah. lost. Yeah, we haven't gotten approved yet. They're supposed to send an email once we got approved, but interesting. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's how we met. Um, we go way back, me and Derek. 
Uh, we're still playing golf right now. Uh, luckily, during, you know, this weird times, you know, everyone's home from college. So it's pretty nice to have Derek and Jake home. And we can just, you know, go on our little adventures. As uh, Derek says, uh, little shits and giggles. Well, hey. I thought you remember I told so I've been bugging this guy to be on his pot. Oh, he's been bugging me, or it's been two way street actually. And he's like, Oh, no cussing, no cussing. I'm like, Who, Whose kids listen to this, man? I thought this was PG 13 X rated because Joe Rogan cussed. Uh, I shouldn't say his name because I don't want to give free plugs to competitive <laughs> podcast. We already but, gave free plugs to like six people already, so it's all it's all good. That's story, story time with DQ 42. Um, but yeah, you know, back from San Jose State, I am a uh, journalism major, so I am um, trying to become a sports broadcaster. Um, so Patrick's been listening to a couple of my broadcasts, and I'm also a certified DJ, yes, ladies and gentlemen, on 90.5 KSJS FM, which is our student radio station. Um, and we are currently doing like old shows right now, like on rotation, um, but hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks, we can get back in the studio and actually produce new content in 2020 so yeah nice um you want to tell noah uh what time your your little segment was from oh so as a student dj um you get thrown through the ringer a little bit and that was my first year at san jose state so they had me do uh 2 a.m to 6 (laughs) a.m yeah yeah like taking classes too yeah, and taking classes, but luckily I only did it like on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I didn't have a class until 1 p.m., like 1.30, okay. uh, so it was just nice to get like a six-hour, whatever you want to call it, nap, but uh, yeah, it, it's fun to DJ. I mean, you get callers and um, you get to talk about like sports or anything like that, but you have to keep it PG, unlike this guy over here, our co- your co-host. Um, you have to keep it PG, follow FCC regulations. Um, and we're always looking for new uh, members. So if you guys are going to San Jose State, um, you know, DQ42 is right there. That's my DJ name, by the way, DQ42 um, at KSJS. So, uh, yeah, it's it's always exciting. You meet fun people. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting year. I wish it could have uh, obviously ended in a different way. I think we all, you know, are in the same boat. But, um, you know, luckily I have more semesters ahead of me. And, uh this too shall pass, obviously, this, this uh, coronavirus, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I, have, I have to say, Derek, you have one of the, probably the best radio broadcasting voices I've heard. I appreciate it. You know, I try to make it as deep as I can go. Um, I know when I do the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., uh, I always, like, do a funny Johnny Cash impression because, you know, nobody's going to listen to you at 2 to 6 a.m., so I just <laughs> make it fun for myself so i'm like hello i'm Derek l you're listening to 90.5 ksjs and then i do an australian one too and i say hello mate Rocky. <laughs> you're listening to 90.5 ksjs it is on the bar and practice those impressions yeah so my dad is a great uh impressionist patrick has experienced my dad's impressions so uh you know he's added so I know you guys have done a Tiger King episode um, and he, he does Joe Baskin now. My dad watched like all of the episodes. So he's like, that damn Carol Baskin. <laughs> so I, I need to catch up. That's my goal for this uh, summer break is catching up on Tiger King because it is wild. And I know uh, 
that that weird lady Carol Baskin brought the dude zoo and you know uh, we could go down a warm wormhole but uh, you know we have a set schedule right Mr. Abadilla? Yeah, kind of. Oh. It just you know in case we uh, can't think of anything we just okay. uh, go off the schedule but like yeah. off script we're willing to go off script if uh, you you'd like to talk about Tiger King for an hour. Well. I- <laughs> Oh, that, an hour well just, well all i have to say ladies and gentlemen around the world that lady killed her husband okay who forges the dude's will i mean come on that lady is a cult leader i, I was on so I, i've only watched one episode and i was like <laughs> without knowing what happens for the rest of the tmc um without like watching all the episodes i was like okay i, I support carol yeah she's cool because joe's a little cuckoo out there and then it's like the, all three of these jabronis are still, you know, they're, they're all wacko, jacko. I'm like, come on, right on tigers? Like, really? You know, tigers could kill you in a second. So, yeah, it's just a little out there. I know Shaq makes an appearance, I believe, in some of the, in one of the episodes, right, guys? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think if I get invited back to this podcast, if I watch all <laughs> 10 episodes, which I will, um, and yeah, we we will talk about uh, different story angles and all that stuff. So yeah, cool. Noah, did you have questions or no? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have some questions for um, mm-hmm. for Derek about his sports broadcasting career. Um, so you you've covered some games, right? Yeah, um, I've only done two games, and that is, uh, I know that's not a big career, guys, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I've only done two baseball games this year uh, for San Jose State. Um, we play at Excite Ballpark, uh, home of the San Jose Giants. I believe Patrick is familiar with the San Jose Giants. That's his team. Um, and by the way, a little secret here. Ever since Patrick oh. watched baseball the past five years, the Giants have gone to rock bottom. We're SpongeBob. So just want to give you out there. But, um, yeah, I've I – mean, It's true, Patrick. Um, yeah. See, I told, yeah, even our friend Jake, who's listening to this right now, Jiggy Jake, Jake from State Farm, um, he, you know, I, I told Patrick, I'm like, listen, this, this dude's watched baseball now full time for five years, for four years, and you notice the team has gone downhill. So I'm just saying, um, but we're, I don't know, we go down these wormholes and yeah. Um, but yeah, I broadcasted two games, Noah, um, and it's a really fun experience because, um, you know, at our school, we don't have a broadcast journalism major, which is unfortunate. So I'm majoring in journalism and I like to write as well, but that's something that I don't want to do for like the, you know, kind of, I don't want to do it for a career because it can get, you know, really tedious, but, um, you know, broadcasting's fun. Uh, I really like it. You know, it's something unique cause you don't, you know, you can go to the ballpark and expect something new to happen every day. You know, it's, it's totally random. And, uh, yeah, it's great to just see some of these student athletes. Um, some of them, you know, they're, they're, you know, most most of them at our school are not going to make it to the pros. I'm sorry. But, Damn. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, but uh, no, it's it's fun, and to see them, you know, if I can tell their stories the right way, then uh, I've done a good job. So uh, I've I've been fortunate to do two uh, broadcasts. Hopefully, I can do more um, this uh, upcoming semester, and hopefully, sports will return to a little bit of normalcy. I know there probably won't be crowds for probably the rest of the year. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's my passion and, uh, it's something I love to do. And I feel like that's what everybody should do is just go after their passions. 
So is baseball the, the sport that you want to be a broadcaster in, or does it matter? Um, well, I wanted to do baseball or golf because, uh, you know, I can be Jim Nance. Live from Augusta National, this is the fun of the Masters. I feel like I could say that, you know, in about 20 years when I'm hired by CBS Sports. So sorry, Jim, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, baseball, golf, uh, NFL, you know, I don't want to be the next Joe Buck. So if that, if I can uh, be better than Joe Buck, I can do a good job. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also want to do like combat sports, so like boxing and MMA, just to say I've done it. Um, but, you know, we'll see where it goes. Um, hopefully it'll be with a baseball or golf because I feel like I'm, I know more about the two sports um, than the other ones. So Dabble in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So I have one more question. Yeah. Some sports broadcasters have a catchphrase, you know, or some sort of phrase they say. <laughs> what would yours be? Or have you ever thought about having one? So... I only so I did like the middle innings with my partner um, Ryan Ryan Carlson, and uh, I my first game okay I predicted that uh, Ruben Ibarra he plays for the San Jose State he would hit a home run I'd say he has that natural because he, he was like he has that big uppercut swing like Hank Aaron, and uh, I said okay he's gonna hit a home run you know I think if he hits if he connects on this one, and uh, Ryan got to call the home run so my home run call is. And he can touch them all. And then I would make up, you know, if I know the player's nickname, I would say the player's nickname. Otherwise, I'd say. So I think I said like touch them all, big fella, because he, you know, he's has a muscular build, um, built like David Ortiz, man. You know, that guy can uh, rip into one. Um, and I, and I think for like a good defensive play, or if it's a stolen base, which by the way nobody does in baseball anymore, unfortunately, is steal bases. Um, I'd say. Uh, call the cops because he just stole the base or call the cops because he just robbed that man of a hit. Uh, and then, you know, for strike three, uh, I'd say, oh, he rings him up, strike three call. So, yeah, uh, you know, I've only done two games. So, you know, all these catchphrases, I've like, I've watched like games on TV. Um, you know, I'm a big A's fan. So I've just kind of come up with it in my head and I mute, I actually mute, you know, I have my remote right here. I mute the TV and I'm like, okay, what were the catchphrases I come up here? Bases loaded, two outs, or bases loaded, nobody out, or if it's a walk off. Um, so yeah, I think hopefully if um, the more games I can call, then the better. I think more catchphrases will come up. Um, I definitely don't want to steal like Mike Brain's "Bind, Rail, Hits the Three, Bind." Um, you know, I I want to come up with my own unique catchphrases so that way none of these you know trolls on Twitter, which you can follow me at Derek Q42, <laughs> also with this podcast, <laughs> um, they don't they'll come after me. So uh, I'm not about that troll life, but uh, yeah. So that's my I think that's my 20 minute answer to your question. I apologize. I tend to go off on long answers. <laughs> Great answer. It was exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> I love them. Uh, Derek, I, I remember uh, you. You uh, you were the PA announcer for uh, hockey. Yes, sir. How was that? So San Jose State, we have a club hockey team. They play at Solar for America Ice, which is the practice facility for the San Jose Sharks. Um, and really, I love to do PA announcing because I it's so much fun. Um, I think we have terrific PA announcers in the Bay Area, of course. Rennell Brooks mood now batting number 48 Pablo Sandoval sorry my my voice can go up and higher 
Um, but it's fun. You know, I, I like doing PA. Uh, I think if broadcasting doesn't really work out for me, um, I will probably do PA. I hope so. Cause I feel like there's more, uh, more opportunities within public address announcing, but, um, it's, it's fun. You know, you get to, you know, have fun with the, the crowd a little bit. And, uh, you know, my catchphrase for that is, uh, you know, after I say like the final score and I, um, hope, hopefully, or no, I say, uh, I'm trying to, trying to, hold on, try to rehearse the line here because the last time I said it was in January. So forgive me. I've been on quarantine too long. Um, it's like, thank you for coming tonight to Solar for America Ice and please drive home. And then there's a pause safely. And then my friends were like, I don't know. They're like, oh my God, you're such a natural. I'm like, listen, you know, it's just my voice. It's just at a naturally, you know, baritone level. Um, and obviously one of my favorite PA announcers, uh, Roy Steele, who just passed away, did the Oakland A's for about 40 years. Dick Callahan for the Oakland A's, uh, who's the current PA announcer. Uh, the late, great Bob Shepard, uh, who was with the New York Yankees. Now about, now about in, number two, Derek Jeter, number two. So I'm sure our audience has probably, you know, switched to a different podcast because I just mentioned three dudes they don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry That's for fine. that. I have a history of, uh, you know, I have a big sports knowledge. That's what you can tell by this big uh, brain of mine. So, but yeah. At least to me, it is, it's, this is extremely interesting. I, mean, I love yeah, this. I, yeah. Sorry about that, Patrick. I tried to get Patrick to come out to a game, but I think our schedules, you know, we did it online. So hopefully, yeah. Uh, next couple of years, my brother, you could come out. Yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I graduated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> schedule's free. And by the way, Quick shout out to all the graduates. Congratulations, including my uh, this esteemed uh, host of your your favorite podcast, graduated from CSUMB. Um, so you know, it's a big accomplishment. And don't let this quarantine hit you, where you know, because I've seen people. Uh, one of my friends actually went straight into video games, and that's all he does now. I'm like, really? You do video games? Come on, man. So, uh, but anyways, congratulations to all you graduates out there. Um, Really looking forward to what you can produce in this next chapter of yours. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. Such such a natural. I like I feel like uh like broadcasting. You know, you kind of, you know, people tune in what you want. Honestly, whoa, whoa, not like anything you want, but like you know, you can make up your catchphrases. You know, try to make stuff stick. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Sounds interesting, fun to do. Mm-hmm. Well, with my radio show, I, I created like new segments like during the show. So I don't plan for my shows. I just like, okay, usually I look up what's going on in the news and, um, you know, I say, oh, today's, uh, here's all the birthdays to the, all the famous people or like people I know in my life. And then I just go off of that or I tell like a interesting fact. I know you guys do the interesting fact, which by the way, it's probably one of my favorite segments on the show. So hopefully we'll get to that after I, I shut up and you know, yeah. let these guys take over. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it's, you can script the outcome. Um, I think if you're a writer, cause you can just write between the game. Um, but I think as a broadcaster, you always have to be prepared for the unknown. You know, you never know if you're going to see a no hitter today, or you never know if you're going to see a walk off on run today. So that's what's the beauty of uh, sports broadcasting is. It's like, you're always on your toes. You're always prepared. Um, if it's a blowout, especially those are, those are my favorite games. Luckily, the two games I did this year, they were pretty close. Um, 
because of blowout, I feel like you just go off the cuff and talk about stories. And I think we talked about pancakes. Bill, Bill Walton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Walton, you know, who knows what he's smoking. It's not even, it's all the time Bill Walton does that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah. When I, like, look, when I watch college basketball, I'm I'm a casual fan. And then I see Bill Walton, I'm like, oh, no, dude, you're going to talk over this guy. And I feel sorry for the play-by-play broadcaster. You know, because he has to deal with this dude, okay? And if he's at, like, Matthew Knight Arena, uh, Noah's alma mater and Patrick's former school, you know, he's going to he's gonna like, oh, it's going crazy, folks. And then if he's at, and then if he's at UCLA, it's going to be story time. But you're not going to see the, the game. I'm like, I want to focus on the current people. I could go to, like, ESPN Classic for your stories, Bill. So, but, Bill, you're a legend, you know, Hall of Famer. But, come on, player. I'm just trying to watch the game. You know, I – I don't like analysts who over like talk like Booger McFarlane. Glad they got rid of him. He's more fit for in studio. Um, but yeah, it's just oh my god, Bill Walton. He's he's something else. No, he is something else, dude. Um, anything else you want to talk about about broadcasting? I think we covered everything. I think so. You guys uh, asked me the great questions, um, and I'm also part of the Spear, which is our, which is uh, in the CSU system, California State University system, we're the only sports student-run publication, um, so that's been going on for about the, I think this is our fifth year, and this is my first year, uh, my, one of my friends uh, actually wanted me to join, and um, you know, I waited, I'm like, I don't want to do this, but it, it's a lot of hard work, you know, you get to learn how to build relationships with um, different PR people, you know, because uh, each sport in at a university has a different PR person. Um, and you just get to know the student athletes. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's all about hot takes and, you know, all that. But no, it's all about just writing, writing stories and generating, you know, trying to generate articles that would uh, get you in the workplace. And we do have a Twitter, so you can follow us at the Sphere, too. Free plug right there. Uh, and I swear, I have no script. So this is all off the cuff, as you can see, no paper on the side. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a fun experience at uh, San Jose State. Um, love the campus, love the environment. Um, hopefully I'll get to go back on campus this fall. Um, but if not, you know, I'm fortunate to have a couple more semesters ahead of me. And, you know, hopefully uh, you two can come out to a game maybe. Uh, I'm not VIP, so I can't comp you any tickets, unfortunately. Wow. But I this ain't the this ain't the you know the NFL. Oh, where do you want to sit at? Oh, you can sit lower deck because uh oh, and then the last dance I saw Michael Jordan gave out his tickets like at random. I'm like, oh, must be nice. So I can't do that because you know I got family, okay, and then you got friends. Well, you you two know uh, know you're considered part of the uh, the hashtag Dow Nasty as created by. <laughs> It's created by uh, my friend, our friend, Adrian Sahagan. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting experience to uh, broadcast, but um, I know Patrick's heard my, you know, me speak what I want to do in my career. Um, and there's one more funny story. So uh, we played golf, I think, during this year's national championship between LSU and uh, Clemson. Okay. So we got done. We watched like the first quarter at Buffalo Wild Wings and we were driving and you know you know espn radio they go to commercial and i'm like you're like <laughs> patrick's already laughing because he knows what i'm gonna say and uh i'm like this is the 2020 college football national championship game pre- presented by at&t only on espn radio and patrick and jake are like what the 
How are you doing? He's pretty much just broadcasting the whole game from the back seat. So yeah, they get annoyed when I do like these broadcasts and they I, I provide facts They're like, oh shut up, man. I just want to listen to the game. So they, they've been annoyed at me for the chat. <laughs> so so much so much lies going on. Gotcha. But no, it's all good. Patrick's been one of my uh supporters of my broadcasting career. Um and like you know, I provided with he doesn't really provide me with a lot of feedback in broadcasting. Um, but with your guys' show. Uh, yeah, I just I'm honest with Patrick because I know Noah basically carries Patrick on the show, right? <laughs> Everyone knows Patrick. Everybody knows. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Hey, Der- Derek's my favorite guest ever. I think that we're oh. oh, nice. <laughs> See, I don't want to. I don't want to come on every episode because I'll embarrass Patrick. So maybe every five to ten episodes, if you guys. <laughs> hungry for dq42 on this platform definitely we'll have you back for sure derek i think well if uh you know if everyone's done roasting me um <laughs> noah do you want to get into your segment it's a uh, it's your week yes so uh, i thought since we have an aspiring sports broadcaster today on the podcast i thought it would be fitting to find some of the best phrases broadcasters have used and then you know I'll, I'll do my best to imitate it. I'm not. Uh, I'm no. It's just imitator, right? Impersonation. Impersonator. There. I'm. I'm no impersonator. So, impersonator. <laughs> I can't do impersonations that well. But so here we got you know the classic John Miller, adios pelota. You know that's always a good. Nice one. classic. Mike Kruko with grab some pine meat. Dwayne Kuyper, he hits it high. He hits it deep. And we have Andres Cantor. Goal! And we have Stuart Scott. Booyah. As cool as the other side of the pillow. A couple of famous ones. Rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Dig Vital. Are you serious? Dipsy do Unka too. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and then the the famous Chris Berman. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. He could mm-hmm. go all the way. And mm-hmm. back, 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 back. Gone. There. That's just a few. Uh, I thought uh, Derek would appreciate. Well, you forgot. Uh, di- well, you forgot Dick Vitale's other one. Juke a jive, baby. <laughs> See, I knew. I yeah. knew have some, some, uh, some that I would miss. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I like all of them. Uh, John Miller's a legend. Uh, Crook and Kite, easily one of the top five uh, broadcasting duos. Um, well, top five. Baseball. Well, yeah, I said top, there's a lot of duos. Player, there's 29 other teams, man. Um, but you know, I get sidetracked because you know, I think when they hit a foul ball at uh, AT&T, SBC, Pac Bell, Oracle Park, now I mean, they have way too many names for that field, but anyways, I call it China Basin because you know, that's the neighborhood that the park is in. Um, they talk about gamer babes, and I'm like, uh, isn't there a game going on? You know, and some of these, you know, I, yeah. Well, I don't want to, you know, I'm watching baseball, man. You, you know? get bored in the broadcast booth. Oh, you need I entertainment. Don't get, hey, 
Hey, I don't get bored. I don't know if those guys get bored because the product's not good on the field the last five, six years. So Exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, Andres Cantor is a legend. World Cup. Stuart Scott, RIP, you know, probably one of the best uh, anchors in sports center history. Um, and then, obviously, Dick Vitale is a legend, too, uh, even though he can go off the rails sometimes when they do his uh, interviews. You know, he's duking a jive and all. Here we go. Grayson Allen, baby. Coach K, baby. <laughs> so he's, he's all over the place like Bill Walton. But, yeah, pretty good selection there, Noah. Thank you. Appreciate that was good. That was fun, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll get into sports now. Yeah. Well, sports topics. All right. So we we have good news. Uh, the NBA is going to return. Praise the Lord. You know, they're resuming on July 21st or the 15th. It's either 15th or 21st. Can't remember. Uh, or Wait, what, something like that. Did you say they're returning? Isn't it July it's July, July 31st. July 31st. Um, they're returning back to play uh, at Walt Disney World, which is exciting. There, There's going to be uh, 22 teams. Um, there's going to be a couple extra teams in the West just because they're still playing for a playoff spot. Um, they're going to play eight games, right? Yeah. Um, to, to see what the seedings are for the playoffs, which is pretty interesting. Uh, um, it gives more teams the chance to make the playoffs, like Damian Lillard was saying. Like, if he didn't have a chance, he wouldn't be playing. But the Portland Trailblazers did deny the proposal. So the only team to do that, which was interesting. So I guess the NBA is going to have, like, a little bubble in Disney World. Uh, there's going to be limited access. Um, they were even saying like Orlando Magic, like some of the staff even live like five minutes away from Disney World, but they still have to live in the bubble to make sure everyone's safe. Uh, that's pretty interesting as well. Um, they were saying that the higher seeds are going to bring their home courts to the stadium. So the Lakers as a number one seed, they're going to bring their hardwood from, uh, from Staples Center all the way to uh, Orlando to play on uh so have fun with the maintenance crew to you know change the court every single game um but gotta do what you gotta do yeah so i, I saw that the the teams that made it for the 22 teams um had to be at least six games back of the eighth seed i'm pretty sure so yeah because they're playing eight games yeah 13 teams from the the west made it and then only nine from the east so, shout out to the Wizards for being the lone team in the East to make it, <laughs> to have a chance. I thought the Bulls were uh, six games back, but oh well. Lottery bound <laughs> again. It's fine. Um, what else is new, huh? Well, I'm, I'm really hoping the, the Pelicans make the playoffs. and I want to see Zion in the playoffs. I want to see him dunk That'd be crazy. It'd but, be uh, Lakers-Pelicans probably. Well, yeah. well, um, can they make it to the seventh, or is it all the teams that um, are under the eighth seed can only make the eighth seed? I don't know. I don't know the standings right now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the seventh is like not even in in the question. Like I think it's just all the teams going for the eighth spot. But I could be wrong. Derek, what's up? <laughs> what? Else? Do you know anything about that? Um. 
Well, imagine you're, I know Disney World, um, I think they're planning to open up like all their parks in July, I believe, mid-July. So like right before, you know, all these, what? Yeah, all these players come up. I'm not sure. Uh, my sister's a Disney expert. So Corinne, shout out to my sister for listening. Um, but I, in terms of the NBA, I think it's a good, I think they've always been like behind the eight ball because it's mainly a player's controlled league. And I think it's a really good situation, especially for a contending team. The Sacramento Kings are going to Orlando. Could you imagine that? The Sacramento Kings are going to Orlando. Shout out to Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox. Um, and by the way, the broadcaster had to resign uh, due to a comment, you know, but I think we'll go into that later in the show. Later in the show. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, can you imagine, um, I think if the players have off days or whatever, um, I know, I think they're supposed to, I think they can do outdoor dining and um, I think a lot, you know, they can do outdoor dining. They can go play golf. Actually. Yeah, they can go play golf. They can't go to the park. Yeah. If, can you imagine seeing uh, King James, you know, ride the, you know, Big Thunder Mountain? I mean, you know. Just, just the thought of that. I'm sure there'll probably be security, and you know he'll be the only one in the front row. You know what I'm saying? And splash about. He's like, oh, you know, taking up the whole photo. Um, but I think it's a really cool idea. Uh, I think it's really good to give um, something for the other, you know, for the other teams' uh, fans to look forward to. Um, being a Warriors fan, I think this is great. You know what I'm saying, Patrick? Because the Warriors are going to be off. You're a Warriors fan, aren't you? I know I am, but I want to see them play. <laughs> I want to see Curry play. Okay, but, so uh, these guys will get 10 months off. 10 months off, basically, from the last game was played in, I believe, in March. Um, so they're going to get, like, 9 to 10 months off. They're just going to be kicking it. You know, Steph's going to be doing Holy Moly, his show on ABC. Um, you know, Draymond is just going to be Draymond and, you know, talk talk some masa about somebody. Um, Clay is just going to be kicking it with his uh, his dog and his girlfriend. So Andrew Wiggins, we'll get to know more of the guys. Um, so I think it really works well because uh, Gian Santacupo will be moving to San Francisco next year. Um, after he, to me, I believe it's going to be Bucks, maybe Bucks Lakers or Bucks Clippers. Um, I think he'll win a title for Milwaukee, and uh, yeah, say okay, see you guys later because you know. Damn, pull a KD or what? Yeah, because, I mean, Milwaukee's a – it's a nice city, but, I mean, you know, they only have Miller beer there, um, known for the show Happy Days. Is that really, a, you know – you know, I know he has a kid, and congratulations, and he has a, you know, a girlfriend, but um, I think there's more to do in the Bay Area to me than in Milwaukee. But um, that's just me. But anyways, I think this is a great plan. Kudos to Adam Silver and uh, all the powers that be that control the NBA. And the reason it's at Disney World is because, uh, you know, Disney owns ESPN. And, you know, for the love of money, they are shoveling the money into the wide world sports complex. Um, so, yeah, it should be interesting. Um, and we'll see. Uh, do you guys think the other players should watch the game so they can be, like, the audience, the uh, fans or whatever? Uh, really interesting to see. Um... I don't think they're going to want to. That's the only thing. They're just going to be like, no, nah, I'm going to go on vacation. I don't care about any of this stuff. I'm going to stay home and train and all that stuff. Um, that would actually be a good idea to have the, the other teams that didn't make it be the fans. <laughs> That'd yeah. Be so funny. Yeah, but I don't know. It runs the risk of people getting infected too. So maybe it's not the best idea. But going back on to the eighth seed, so it's the teams are just fighting for the eighth seed. I don't think the seventh seed 
it's just the eighth seed for the West and the East. Whoever gets it is the Lakers then, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did see that the, um, the teams are all required to get to Orlando on July 7th, so like three weeks before the seasons actually start, so they can do training camp, and I guess so they can quarantine also for two weeks. So they're being yeah. you know, precautious. Which, I mean, it's, oh, you know, each team has their private plane, so they're not taking a, a public charter plane. So yeah. everyone should be fine, but they still, the CDC recommends that they uh, self-quarantine for 14 days. So I guess that kind of played into the factor. Um, also, uh, Adam Silver thought of the idea of, like, benching, uh, like, coaches that are at risk more at risk um that's 60 years or older so we got craig greg popovich mike d'antoni alvin gentry terry stotts and ricky Carlisle that are over 60 years old and they might not be able to sit on the bench or even coach the game so i think they're still trying to figure that out but alvin gentry came out with a statement that he said i'm there if i'm there i'm going to be there for the team i'm going to sit on the bench whether i have to wear a face mask or whatever he wants to do so i think that's pretty interesting that some coaches may may not even get to coach their team yeah well i think as long as like everyone comes back negative on their tests then they should just be allowed to 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 sit on the bench and coach yeah exactly like they're all going to get tested so it's like yeah if they don't have anything how are they going to affect one another and if everyone's living in the bubble they shouldn't be getting affected yeah i agree and also if disney world's opening up july 15th which hotel are they staying at right i I saw that the the number one seed gets gets to choose which hotel they go to oh yeah i did yeah so i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work if i was lebron i would choose the grand floridian or you know one of the five-star resorts because you know I always ask my mom, how much does it cost to stay there? And it's like $1,000 a night. I'm like, $1,000 a night? You're not even at the hotel for like, oh, besides the sleep. I mean, what, you know, Goofy's Kitchen, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think if you're the number one seed, uh, Lakers, you go for the high, for the higher end, you know, hotel. Um, and the Bucks, I think the Bucks should get, I don't know, the Polynesian, or Polynesian Resort. Um, yeah, but I think top seeds, Go for the higher up hotels, and then you know whoever makes the eighth seed, um, they should get the All Star Sports Resort. <laughs> oh my God, I, I have bad memories of that place. Hey, it's it's cool decorations around there, but yeah, they need to update their their decorations. It's there. it's a budget hotel, okay? Oh, relax. Maybe it's the people to maybe for families nationwide, it's probably their only time they go to Disney World, and yeah, you know that's the only thing they can afford, player. <laughs> Yeah, so I wonder if they're just going to set aside, like, a certain amount of uh, hotels for them. I think that's what they might do. They, I, they were saying that each team gets, like, 35 uh, personnel. So that's a lot of people to, like, fit in hotels and reserve those hotels. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. To so see. how many? 20. What's 22? 22 times 35. 22 times 35. 770 people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I mean, at least I saw that we're, we're getting five straight months of basketball. So when I mean, it starts in July, and then they have the season through August and September, and then they have the, the lottery, the draft, and then they have summer league, and then they have 
um, free agency. So it's going to be, be a lot of basketball until, and then they start in December, which is looking like December 1st is when they want to come back. Yeah. That's, I mean, sounds great. Sounds good to me. A lot of sports coming up. Football, Love it. Baseball. Hope, hopefully baseball. We'll get into baseball later. You know, next Thursday, golf starting back up. Hell yeah. Let's go. Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club. Um, I am not sure Tiger's playing. Um, he doesn't, Phil's you know, playing. I know, yeah. So top five players in the world are playing. Um, it is a super stacked field. Um, I think the players are eager to just finally get out there and play. So if you're a golf fan like uh, Patrick and I are, yeah, Charles Schwab Challenge next week in, at Colonial Country Club, Fort Worth, Texas. So it should be fun. Um, but yeah, the NBA uh, coming back. I know the NHL, they, they have a 2014 weird playoff deal. Um, and, you know, are they going you know, where are they going to play at? Is the ice melted or what? I mean, you know. <laughs> they haven't figured it out yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to be like Ice Age, you know, like the movie where they're all slipping and sliding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think they, you know, the NBA to me has my confidence that's going to happen. Um, I know we've had UFC been going on for about a couple months now. NASCAR, I'm a big NASCAR fan, <laughs> probably the only one west of the Mississippi. So, um, but yeah, it's it's fun times to be a sports fan. Um, I know baseball. I don't know what they're doing. It's like oh. it's like mean, it's like Mean Girls out there, you know. Um, I, you could de- you can decide which side Lindsay Lohan's on. You know, it could be the owners, <laughs> could be the players. I don't know, but. Um, Baseball is shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, I know MLS will also be at Disney World, so uh, it will be interesting to see if Chicharito meets his uh, LA neighbor Anthony Davis. Um, I know they have, yeah, I know they have a mini tournament going on there, and then they're going to continue their regular season. But uh, yeah, it looks like Disney World is a place to go. I mean, usually you say I want to go to Disney World when you win a championship, and uh, now you get to hoist the Larry O'Brien Trophy at the wide world sports complex. So, uh, and you know, they don't have to say it. They don't have to get the free plug or anything because they can just literally take the bus. They won't, they won't take a bus by the way. Us regular people will take the bus, <laughs> but they will take the bus to the magic kingdom and then they can hoist the trophy like soon after they can even go in their uniforms. I mean, who knows? So, uh, yeah, interesting times to be a sports fan, but things are picking back up. Yeah. Uh, Glad you mentioned about uh, MLB because we were going to talk about that next. Um, I sent Noah a picture this morning. Uh, the AP source says Major League Baseball has rejected the player's offer for a 114-game regular season with no additional salary cuts and has told the union it did not to plan to make a counterproposal. So <laughs> I don't think baseball – baseball may not be played this year uh, just because they can't figure it out, which – it's crazy because everyone's everyone want wanted baseball to come back, and now they may it may not come back because they can't figure out the deal. Yeah, well, the last the last offer that the MLB made was an eighty two game season, and of course the players wanted more, so they offered uh, they countered with a hundred fourteen game. But now, um, since the MLB rejected that, it's looking like we won't even get eighty two games if they do come to an agreement. I believe the next – it's not set for sure, but the next plan would be to propose a 50-game season, and it would have it would still have no more salary reductions. But the, it looks like the players are going to want more games no matter what, so I don't think a deal is going to happen. We might not have a season. <laughs> but even even the 50 games, that, that's um, 
that's not a lot, especially since 162 is usually played. Uh, we're, we, we might see some bad teams uh, in the playoffs if they do make a 50-game season. Some teams just get off to a hot start. Yeah, I don't – it's very interesting. Um, I don't know where they go from here. Yeah, I don't – I don't know. I, I, I just know they don't want to uh, extend the season into November since that's like the time people think um, a second wave of the coronavirus might happen. So they don't want to be dealing with that during a season. So they don't want to make it to November. Yeah, true. And then basketball will probably be in December. So it's going to be offsetting because um, usually all the sports, they have their own months. It's like Baseball runs during the summer, and, uh, like, basketball finishes up in the summer. And then in the fall, it's usually football. And now there's going to be basketball and football. And so all the markets are kind of, like, smushing all together. So in the fall, there's probably going to be, like, three different sports on, which I don't think the sports can't get back to the regular schedule because then it's going to be all rushed in a way. I know it's kind of off topic, but. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting to see all the sports play at the same time, just to see, like, the ratings. I think it would be interesting to see, like, it would put, a, put an end to the debate of which sport is the most popular, I think. Yeah, and uh, golf, they have the Masters near my birthday in November. Um, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, everything's stacked in the fall. Um, and God willing, hopefully, uh, they uh, left the restrictions and uh, hopefully there will be no second wave um, because we don't want to see doctor when you you know every life is good when dr fauci is not dominating the tv screens yeah that dude is time person of the year okay he's gonna be time person of the year um but yeah it should be interesting uh, especially tv contracts um because you know a lot of the same sports use the same networks to broadcast their games uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they're going to work that out, uh, prioritize which sport's popular or which sport generates ratings. But in terms of baseball, yeah, they officially killed the sport. Um, I said my prayers, and uh, we can have the funeral. So if you, you know, bury your team's hat because they have killed baseball. The owners did. Um, you know, it's just it's sad to see them uh, complain about it. I mean, there was a strike in 1994, then. Yeah, the you know players got to play half a season in 1981, but uh, this is catastrophic. You know, it took baseball like like five years to recover after four, and that was when one Barry Lamar, your Giants, and uh, now there there ain't gonna be no savior in San Francisco. And the A's they have a, they had a stacked team this year. This was gonna be our year to finally advance. You know, into the, like the ALCS or even contend for World Series. But um, yeah, it is pretty sad to uh, see. You know, all these owners, like, oh, I don't want to extend the season. Well, listen, do it for the fans, man. We we put the money in your pockets, in your wallet, so that way you can go draft from uh, Yacht, Jerry Jones. Oh, that's a different sport, but, I mean, I'm just giving an ownership example. You know, Steinbrenner's, you know, they got Cashalora. You know, they could they could afford to show reruns of their 27 world championships. You know, the A's only have nine, and most of them happened before I was alive. Um <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, it's just, it's sad. Uh, it's really sad. And I know Max Scherzer, the uh, reigning defending world champion nationals, um, commented on it on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it's sad. You know, I think this was, you know, three months ago, you would have thought baseball would have been the first sport to come back in like in June, right? And then now it's like tables have turned. And now they're like, 
basically on life support. Um, yeah, the last they come. Yeah, but uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I I was I think they'll come up with a weird plan of forty game, fifty games, and you know they're going to do like expanded playoffs. And then watch. I know my A's are going to win the World Series if there's a season this year. And then I'm going to hear all these giant bandwagons like, oh, it's, you know, it's an asterisk because it wasn't a full season. I'm like, the Astros won on trash cans. So, you know, what do you expect? What do you expect? You know, we didn't win on trash cans. Okay. So, yeah, it should be interesting, though. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, no, you got anything else to talk about? Or I think we're good, right? Yeah. Let's. Uh, that, that was a that was a fun podcast. Um, thanks, Derek, for coming on. It was it made it it made it even more fun, you know, because a lot of the time I just have to sit here and talk to Patrick, and sometimes I just drift <laughs> off. I have to hear Patrick's voice so much. So yeah, yeah. Well, now 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 we have Derek's voice, so you know absolutely. it's good. Well, it's nice to uh, you know give all of you. Uh, it was an honor being on your podcast, and it was nice to give you all entertainment after the. Uh, horrific events that we've been witnessing over the uh, past week in Minneapolis and uh, the prayer, our prayers go out to um, the Floyd family and the, uh, also the two other victims in, I believe in Tennessee and uh, Georgia. Um, It's just sad to see our country, you know, just on the, basically on, you know, life support. And I know I've seen some, you know, some peaceful protests, which is good. And I've also seen some, you know, looting, um, small businesses, which they had nothing to do with this. So I don't know why you're destroying stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, I've been, obviously this all started, you know, with the protest with, uh, Colin Kaepernick four years ago, and I was a supporter of that. And, um, it's just sad to see, you know, our country, you know, go down this wormhole again, which we shouldn't have to, you know, um, it, yeah, but hopefully we've provided you with some entertainment over these past, I don't know, I think we've gone close to an hour. That's I was talking a lot and I apologize for that. Yeah. But uh yeah, hopefully we provide you some entertainment and um you know, hopefully after you know the upcoming weeks we can have uh some justice served for those uh, four law enforcement officers who uh disregarded their training in a really sad situation. Um but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, definitely. Um thanks everyone for listening. Um yeah, th- thank Hope you, you guys for- enjoyed. <laughs> thank, thank you guys for listening. And um, to end this podcast, we decided to leave the last eight minutes and 46 seconds in honor of George Floyd and to bring awareness to the systematic racism going on in this country. If you're looking for a way to support, here are a couple places you can donate the George Floyd Memorial Fund on GoFundMe.com, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, and to Black Lives Matter. Thank you, everybody, for listening.